KC Covers Country. Hello, it's Casey. I hope you're having a great week so far. Our last amphitheater concert of the year is next Thursday, a week from today, October 21st, with Dirks Bentley and Riley Green and Priscilla Block. And if I am being painstakingly honest, it is such a relief. I mean, after COVID and so long without any real big concerts, like we still did stuff at Ballpark Village or the pageant, but nothing to the size of an amphitheater concert and all of the prep work and promotion that comes with an amphitheater concert. So... I am a little bit relieved that summer concerts are coming to a close, but as always, I mean, that means nothing because concert season never really ends at WIL, and that's what I'm learning and I'm trying to like keep up the pace with because even though that's the end of outdoor summer concerts, we've still got stuff that then starts at the Enterprise Center and the factory in Chesterfield, and I'm pretty sure we may be doing Hot Country Nights again come the next year and Boots and Bourbon at the pageant. So it's really full circle all year round, which is a lot of fun. I mean, we missed it so much during COVID and I think a lot of people really didn't fully realize what kind of effect that had on artists and radio stations and venues specifically, because if you can't get a crowd of people together, you can't get everybody to the venue, which means the venue makes no money, which means the venue can't pay an artist, which means an artist is rarely going to come anywhere to play play for free to a a small group of people. They got to get their bands paid. They've got to get, you know, their checks made out too. So very grateful that concert season is back in full swing, but also very tired. It's been so nice to not have a concert this week. And Dirk Bentley actually called Remy and I earlier this week. It's kind of funny because when an artist calls our radio stations, we have caller ID. And sometimes it'll say a random number or it'll just say wireless, but his actually came up as Dirk Bentley. So we knew that he was calling from his personal cell phone in the car, just as if he was calling some old friends on his, you know, way to the gym, which was so cool. And this conversation really kind of feels like old friends. It feels like Remy and Dirks have known each other for years, which yes, they've met plenty of times before, but it was really interesting for me to kind of sit back and just take it all in with the two of them. And I think you'll catch on to that in this interview. But Dirks has to be one of my favorite people we have ever talked to. He was so high energy, so available to answer any questions that we probably would have come up with. It didn't get crazy at all, but I feel like it could have. And he would have just went with it. So here is our conversation with Dirks Bentley. And afterwards, I'm going to play some of our other biggest Casey Covers Country's stories from the week. Enjoy. 92.3, hello. Hey, this is Dirk. Hey, Dirk. Hey, sorry, Dirk. we're a little bit late. We were just on the air. Apologies. No, I, I feel like I was, a little, I was a little late, so all good. All good, all good. All right, man. Well, uh, you're coming to St. Louis in a couple weeks, and we're super excited about that. Yeah, man. It's the last uh, run of the, of the tour, so I'm super excited as well. It's been a lot of fun being out here and uh, getting back on the road again. But, yeah, it's going to be a great way to end it hopefully we don't have any rain like usual <laughs> yeah you are yeah right uh, i was just gonna mention that i will never forget when it was years ago you played underneath the arch for a fourth of july celebration and it poured on you oh yeah i remember i was on a lot of leaving when when we had to call to take a little break from the stage there and it seems like just so many shows i played there i don't know what it is good luck or bad luck i guess it's bad but it always the heavens always open up for me <laughs> yeah, not in the most desirable way, but uh, I have to think that the uh, 
it can't happen every time. So yeah, yeah, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll get some good vibes going this time, and hopefully it'll be you know just a nice, cool, crisp night. And a lot of these shows have been pushed back a little bit just due to right. all the circumstances. So I don't I don't know that we've ever really had a show this late in the season. No, I think I'm closing up a lot of these venues uh, in this part of the country, and um, it's been fun. The weather's been great. The nights have been cool. It's not that usual super hot stuff, and uh, people are so excited. I mean, of all the tours I've done, I've never been around when the fans are just so fired up for uh, the concerts and, and uh, the music. So it's been a, a blast for me and my band and my crew. And just uh, sad that it's almost over, but happy to you know end it out with you guys. So we're big fans also of your openers. You've had Parker and Lindsay L. And when you're here in St. Louis, it's Riley Green and Priscilla Block. So I, I don't know why I've never yeah. asked anybody this question before, but who, how do you choose your openers? Is that like a business decision or a Dirk's decision? That's just me. I called Riley back in 2020. We were supposed to tour together in 2020. And, um, so I guess I called him in 2019. I can't believe it's been that long. But And then I called him again in 2020. I was like, hey, you know, do you think you could – hold off on whatever you're doing next year and postpone that. And, uh, cause everything's booked pretty far out years in advance, really. So, uh, he stuck around for us this year and it's been a blast having him out there. We have so much fun. Um, we used to get together on the a little small stage out in the more towards the lawn seats, um, every night. And it just, it's, pretty, <laughs> it's pretty spontaneous. Uh, he's, he's really funny. He's got a, a great sense of humor. So usually at my expense. So, uh, it's, it's been great having him out there. Uh, Parker McCollum was awesome on the tour. Uh, I've never had a chance to play Priscilla Block, but I'm really excited to have her out there and, and uh, get to watch her show. We noticed that uh, you know you're helping out Blake on The Voice, and I have to ask because I, I know you're probably just stuck with him because you know it's country and country. But if you could work with uh, any coach other than Blake on that show, past or present, who would it be? Oh man, great! I mean, probably Kelly Clarkson. She's so funny and uh, just great being around probably one of the best singers you know in country music you know and just in general she's just so good so but i, I love blake I, love, I don't get so much time but we go way back i mean we go back to our career started around the same time kind of back when nashville was a totally different town and uh he loves traditional country music like i do and uh just a funny guy so it's it great being around him he's really good at what he does i mean just watching him mentor these uh young kids and, and the advice he gave them i mean he should be he's been doing it for 12 years but he was. Uh, I was impressed, and it was kind of fun to step into his world for a little bit and see what he does. When you go back to that moment in your career, when you're when you're you know putting yourself in the shoes of these people who are just kind of wanting to pursue this dream that you've been living for so many years, does that take you back, or what? What's that piece oh, yeah. of advice? Oh yeah, it takes you right back when you're just you know you have nothing else really in your life. This is all there is is, is chasing this dream and not knowing. You know, just trying to open up every door that's in front of you, not knowing which is going to be the right door that leads to where you're trying to get. So you just do whatever it takes to, um, to make it. And for me, that was playing every gig that came across my plate, whether I was getting paid uh, nothing or getting paid in beer or occasionally getting paid in money. Uh, but I was playing backyard barbecues and I played uh, art gallery opening one time because Tony Brown, who's a, a big producer in Nashville, his wife was opening an art gallery and I got an invite. I was like, yeah, I'll play that. I mean, maybe someone will notice me. Um, played bars where it rained through the roof onto the stage and you get wet while you're singing. Um, I just took whatever gig I could, just trying to find what was going to work out. So I think the voice is a great opportunity for these kids and they're so talented. I felt so lucky to sit there and get these private concerts, you know, for these super talented people. So it was a lot of fun for me. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's funny. You mentioned the rain again. It's like you can't get away from it, you know? Get away from it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it started back then. It's still following me around. Oh, my gosh. I got to check the weather. I'm too far out now, but I'm hoping uh, I got my fingers crossed for a clear night. Yeah, well, we won't we won't talk about the rain anymore. We're Stop looking forward to your show on. It. We're looking forward to your show on the twenty first. What what can everybody expect when they come out? You know, typical Dirk Bentley show. You turning it up this year? Yeah. What's going on? Oh man, I feel like we always try to turn it up. You know, we're gonna hear all the the big songs, but it's just a big party, man. People are so excited. I mean, like I said, it's just the best energy I've ever had in any of our tours out there. Um, I you know, Riley does a great job, great job of getting things going, and uh, as I'm sure Priscilla will as well. And, but yeah, just. Uh, a lot of a uh, be a lot of fun. That's all. We're gonna see the. I think twenty twenty one is all about. Are we gonna see the Hot Country Nights again? The Knights have been coming on after our show. They uh, they think that's headlining. Uh, when the show is actually over, they uh, they rush out on stage, and um, I think that should be illegal. But they do. They come out there and uh and hit, they do that nineties country for about twenty minutes. So Man, stick around if you want to see them. So that's, typical of those guys. They don't know what they're doing. I know. Right. They call it headlining. It's like it's not headlining. It's like you just run out there on stage when the show's over. That's not headlining. But they they're they're claiming it is. So they're, they're, we're actually opening for the Hot Country Nights this year. At I guess least according they, to them. At least they put on a good show. I'm sure everybody will be excited to see them. Yeah, excited, um, disgusted. It's a range of emotions they 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 elicit from people. I love it. I love it. Well, Dirk, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We can't wait to see you, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll pray for no rain on the 21st. Hey, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. All right, see you, man. Yeah. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. It's that time again. Grammy Awards and nominations are going to start happening. I think Grammy noms have happened, and that's how Casey Musgraves and her team found out that she was not nominated for Album of the Year in the country category. In fact, I don't think she was nominated for anything in the country category. And that was sort of a big upset because she did put out a huge album maybe a month ago. Yeah. Or over a month ago. And I mean, Casey won, what was that huge Grammy that she won a few years ago? Like, I don't know what the Grammy term is, but it's like Artist of the Year. Yeah, let me let me look at that real quick. But I I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because she's won big at the Grammys before, and so to me, it wasn't so shocking that she wasn't nominated in the country category. But she and her team definitely took that more personally. She's won like country album, country song, 2019. Uh, she won country solo performance, country album, album of the year. That's probably the big one you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, song 2014, she's won. So she's no stranger to the Grammy. So that's, I, I guess I, I understand why, yeah. you know, she wasn't nominated. I guess she sort of has been moving a little bit more pop style, kind of like in a Taylor Swift sort of way. So I guess I didn't think much of it, but she and her team are not happy about it. In fact, she posted a photo of her younger self to her Instagram story yesterday. And she said, you can take the girl out of the country album, but you, or genre, you can take the girl out of the country genre, but you can't take the country out of the girl. And she followed that with a bunch more pictures of her and Loretta Lynn. She said, isn't that light? Right, Miss Loretta. And she posted one with Willie and said, isn't that right, Willie? All of these photos of her performing with these iconic country artists like Shania and Dolly and uh, Ronnie Millsap and George Strait and Reba and... 
Alan Jackson, and she's got so many listed up here to kind of go to show, like, I am a country artist. I did release an album in this last year, and it should be nominated seeing as how much success that it saw. Yeah, yeah. And she's, yeah, like I said, she's no stranger to winning Grammys, that's for sure. Uh, she may not win a ton of awards in all of, like, the actual country shows, but for Grammys, and I think that they always award kind of more of the artistry uh, than a lot of your other mainstream uh, mainstream award shows. But, yeah, it's it's a little weird. But I, you've listened to some of the music, does it sound country to you? It has its little country aspects. Like, There's, I think I described it to you as her latest album. It sounds like you're in the middle of a southern Texas desert having a show off, um, but with love instead of guns. Yeah. That's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, it's it's very uh, south southwestern for sure. Yes. Like, you're going to hear this in New Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> or Tucson, Arizona. Right. So I'm I'm sure even though she didn't get nominated in the category she wanted, she's still going to walk away with some wins. Reba. Reba. There it is. She's got a lot of stuff happening right now. So first things first, it's uh, it's been in the news a lot. Her stepson, Brandon, I don't forget, Blackstock, I think his last name is, and Kelly Clarkson are going through a super public divorce. And this is the first time that we've actually heard Reba say anything about it, seeing as she has close ties to both of them. Brandon's my stepson. Kelly's my good friend. And I'm pulling for both of them. I hope they're happy and healthy and pull through this. I, I pray that everybody gives them the encouragement that they can because they need it right now. You remember she had that duet with Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, and I'm Years wondering ago. if she, if she, uh, it's Reba, so she's like the nicest person in the world, but you think she's actually pulling more for her son? I was thinking maybe <laughs> she's pulling more for Kelly. You think so? Because I, I've, as little as I know about this divorce, I know that there's definitely turmoil and there's definitely shade being thrown, but there's, we'll never yeah. know with Reba. And there's a child involved, so I hope that everything does go smoothly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, Reba been very public lately about her relationship with actor Rex Lynn. Have you guys maybe thought about getting married, getting hitched? Well, we've talked about it and giggled about it. And uh, we thought, man, if we ever did have a ceremony, we'd have to have a two o'clock, four o'clock, six o'clock and an eight o'clock because we have so many friends, acquaintances and family. But I guess that's a good problem to have. Yeah. I don't think they'll ever end up Get doing married. it. If I they did. do, it'll probably be something very small. And low-key. Yeah. I thought that, too. After a certain point, and I may be wrong, but I think Reba's been married, like, two times. I think that at this point, she'd be like, you know what? If we're going to be together forever, then that's our, that on us. We don't need to have a whole ceremony about it. But even if they did, I'm sure it would be a ton of fun and full of friends and family. The biggest. Are you looking it up? Yes. How many times? Uh, she's had two. Okay, cool. Charlie Battles and Marvel Blackstock. Perfect. Yeah. And the final announcement, she just announced that she's going on tour and a full tour. Nice. Reba. That's huge. I have a feeling it's been a while since Reba's done a full tour. Has she released dates in uh, cities and all that? She's just just released dates in cities, and none of them are in St. Louis, but Mm. it looks like the closest to us are Springfield, Missouri next February, and Peoria, Illinois in March. Okay. But she's got a whole, like, girl power lineup. So she's got Brandi Clark, Kaylee Hammock, Tennille Towns, Raina Roberts, Hannah Dasher, Caitlin Smith, Brittany Spencer, a lot of names that you may not know because I know them. They're like my catch of the day artists, mm-hmm. brand new artists coming up. So it's cool that Reba's kind of taking them under her wing, taking them all out on the road. Yeah, that's going to be a fun time. It sounds like it's going to be like those medium 
sized venues. Yes. Not the big stadiums or exactly. amphitheaters or whatever. Exactly. So you may have to like travel a little bit if this is a show that you really want to go to, but seeing as it is Reba with a lot of awesome female openers, I think it would be worth it. I'll post all those dates up on our socials. 92.3 W.I.L. Tim McGraw hopping off stages to kick some booty. Yeah, I saw this video. Wait, so do you know where this took place? I think I missed that much. Um, Man, I want to say it was like San Antonio or something, but let me, I'll look while you talk. Okay, so Tim McGraw performing a concert. What of it? Everybody's having a great time. He's singing Where the Green Grass Grows. Everybody's just swaying along, living their best life. Reno. In Reno. <laughs> And there are some hecklers in the crowd because I guess he got some of the words wrong to his songs or maybe a lot of the words wrong. I don't know. Supposedly, that's why it began because he was getting words wrong. Oh. So people in the crowd are like saying things that they say. Boo, you suck. To Tim McGraw. Who doesn't? To Tim McGraw. (laughs) I think they were throwing up the bird. And all of a sudden, you see a flip switch in his head and he's like, I'm going to let. And he stands there, feet planted, chest puffed, eyebrows furrowed, ready to rock your world. (laughs) He jumps off that stage and he says, You got a problem with me? You got a problem with me? (laughs) I thought he was going to fight those fans. Yeah. Luckily, security and I think his manager like ran and jumped with him, kept him safe, kept the people safe. But he was down there for a good like I want to say two to three minutes going off yeah, the and band, allowing them to go off as well. The band just kept going, though. The band just kept <laughs> going. Like, even in the background, of, there are little videos that people took on their phones that they've posted from this incident. And in the background, you just hear, Yeah. Because they just kept on jamming. Just like as if loop. nothing was going on. Yeah, this is this is uncharacteristic. I feel like for Tim McGraw because he's he, at this point in his career, he's seen it all, he's lived it all, he's been through it all. The, as far as like what you see on stage, you know, people fighting in the crowd, or people heckling you, or whatever the case may be, right? So it it kind of makes me upset that he like let it get to him. You know what I mean? It makes me upset. Well, no, it doesn't really. Because I'm imagining all the shows that he's played in his whole life, and this is the only time we've really seen this from him. Yeah. So, but also I'm thinking from his point of view, okay, if you're being so distracted during your show by this one person, like, what do you do in that moment? How do you get security's attention to, hey, get this guy out of my face? That's or, what he, I, he just had to come down. Yeah. He just had to come off stage and, and, and point him out. And then yeah. they walked this dude out. True. So they did actually get him out of the out of the venue, but as they should. I don't know. I I know there is a classier way that it should have been done in. I just don't know what it would have been like if I was in that scenario. Yeah. Are you thinking about the one fan that's heckling you or the twenty thousand fans that are also paying to see your show? Exactly. You know what I mean? And and look, we all we all go through that where it's like you get a troll on Facebook and you're like, I am opening up a can on the internet. You know what I mean? Right. But you know, we all have those moments, but uh, it was just weird to see that from Tim McGraw, who, it was, who seems so put together, you it know? It was weird to see him, like, instant fury. You could see it in his face. Yeah. If you haven't seen this video, I posted a link on our Facebook page, and you can find it there. Otherwise, I don't really want to draw a ton of attention to it, because we still love Tim regardless. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, this won't deter him from anything. Casey covers country.
Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.